We're talking Q&A. We're talking over-unders, and we are talking final predictions with our guest on today's show of Lockdown Golden Gophers against New Mexico State for week one. You're not going to want to miss this. Hey, you are no Locked On Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You are listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Be sure to subscribe to the channel on YouTube where we are building the community. This is the show where we always continue to row and find us wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Apple Pods, Spotify, Podcast Addict, you name it, you'll find us at Locked On Golden Gophers. Today, I have a guest joining the show. It's not a player, but it is a player's family member and he's like family to me. So I'm going to have him on weekly. That's right, weekly. He will be a co-host once a week with me where we will dive in on some fun topics for the Gophers each week of their season, this football season. So I'm excited to have him on, and that is none other than Tristan Spanford. That's right, Brevin's brother is on the show with us, and we're going to jump in with our talk with him right now. Welcome into the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today, we have a weekly guest who is going to be joining us for the football season. He is related to a current gopher. We go way back. And, you know, I thought that people would enjoy the fresh vibe that he brings. So joining me each week for some Q&As, some over-unders, some predictions is a brother of one of the players, but my brother from another mother and my god brother, actually. So, you know what? He's a great father, a great husband, and a fellow Gopher fan. Welcome to the show, Tristan Spanford. Thank you for joining us, Tristan. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Like, when you, when you texted me that we should do this, I was like, absolutely. He's like, say <laughs> less, let's do it. So, no, I was stoked that you said you would come on, and I'm excited to do it each week. It's not a one-time thing, so the people will get to know you as well, and I think that'll be great. That's cool. But, That's what the, the people should know. I'm, I'm a lot cooler than Brev. <laughs> He's bringing the fire right away. <laughs> but let's let's jump into some questions just because, you know, that's what the listeners are here for. They're like, wait, so how are we going to make this relevant? Don't worry. We're going to find a way. We'll make it happen. So the first thing I just want to jump in with you is, you know, I know that your brother plays. So are there any game day traditions for you and your family when it comes to Gophers games or, you know, watching your brother play? I mean, as far as traditions like game to game goes, you know, we we all ride down together and um, we like to check out the festivities beforehand and stuff, especially the earlier games in the year. We like to bring the younger ones. We have a two and a three year old and then the older one is nine. So he goes to all the games. He travels with my mom and everything. And so uh, we like to do all that sorts of stuff, especially earlier when it's a little bit warmer. Let the kids get out there and, you know, hang out, see Goldie and whatnot. So. For sure. That's as far as specific traditions kind of go. So, okay, okay. So, when did you know that Brevin was going to be 
a dude, like a top athlete, a guy that could play at the division one level. This is, it's going to sound corny, but truly you remember him when we were younger, even For the sure. guy yeah. was just always competing. Like he could never lose at anything. And the moment I knew that he was going to do something more than, you know, just high school sports was when we used to share a room and, you know, we have to trade off on who's watching, what we're watching at bedtime and what we're going to watch in the evening. And we never agree on anything. But the one thing Brett <laughs> always did was we're watching SportsCenter. And I'm telling you, we're watching the same rerun of SportsCenter three, four <laughs> times at night. And Brett is just watching, watching the same highlights that he's already seen. <laughs> I'm like, Brent, what? Like, can we watch something else? We've seen this sports center. He's like, no, 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 because it'll update. It'll update as as more games finish. I'm like, all right, man. But it was just nonstop. He loved to compete and loved the whole idea of competition. Hey, I feel that. I feel, I feel like you can see that. You can get those vibes when people are around him or they see him out there working. But I bet you people didn't know the grind was like that. The same reruns over <laughs> and over. <laughs> you could probably quote. Right. You could probably quote Scott Van Pelt at Where night. I, like <laughs> I doze off and wake back up to the same highlights. And he's like, no, the Hawaii game's not done yet. We got to see what happens there. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you weren't too bad at football and basketball yourself. So how often were you beating your brother in games? And at what age do you think maybe it started to shift? Or are you still taking the dub? Are you still beating him to this day? Well, I mean there's no footage of him beating me in one-on-one, you know, and if once we got to that age where, you know, things got a little too close for comfort, you, you hit him with the hard foul and, and, you know, we make sure the game is just over aggressively like that, you know, and <laughs> no true, he has no true W's on me. Now, of course, we're okay. not going to give him that. Yeah. Right, right. 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 But we don't have to know, check the facts on this one. We got the source right here for you. Exactly. Your boy Tristan's telling you how it is. <laughs> the dri- driveway is – there's different rules in the driveway when we're hooping. So, yeah, you had you to know. send the message for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So taking your bias aside, who would you say is your favorite gopher on this year's team besides your brother? My favorite gopher. I. It's so hard. Because when you do, you know, you kind of hang out and kick it with these guys and, and you know them. It's tough because, I, you know, Mo, Chris, Bryce, like, I, I'm so excited for all of them to just, like, blossom this year. Like, it was so hard with that COVID year and not knowing, like, you know, that that year kind of got washed away. And then last year was kind of, you know, if, ands, and buts, people are injured and stuff. So I'm, 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 I love them all. I do. I do. So it's, so, it's hard so folks, what you're one. hearing is he is taking the pandering answer. He doesn't want to have to hear it later because he has relationships with these guys. So he can't, <laughs> he can't call one out. Otherwise the others are coming after him. I see you. I'll oh, call no, you out. No, of no, it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then the real question, this is the hardest hitting question. The people need to know because you're, you're a fit dude. You're a strong dude. Your brother's clearly a strong dude. And what the people don't know is your pops is a strong dude too. So who can bench the most between the three of you on the real? No cap here. Don't don't hype yourself up if it's not you. Who do you actually think between the three of you can bench the most? Listen, up until this year, I really thought I had the crown. You know, I knew my dad didn't have it. He's like <laughs> 200 years old and he's just don't got it anymore. 
But no, he whenever I work out with my dad, he's just he's a 225 guy. He's like, we're not doing any more. We're not doing any less. This is what we're doing. <laughs> you know, and up until this, up till this year, when Brevis messaged me, it sounds like I have lost the the title of the bench in our the crown our- has been <laughs> taken, is what you're saying. The crown has been passed. We'll say passed. It wasn't taken. You willingly exactly. and that's only for it. now. That's only for now. I'm right. Gonna, you know, I'll get back. I'm gonna get back. The grind never stops. The grind yeah. never stops. <laughs> All right, so then what is one thing that fans don't know about Brevin but should? Uh, I, I I would say this is also going to sound like a pandering pick, but he is as genuine as it comes. When you say a guy wears his heart on his sleeve, that is truly how he is. You know, he he is passionate about the people who are around him and who are in his life. So when he says he loves you, he loves you. You know, when he says he's going to do something for you, he does something for you. Like he he will give everything he has for the people around him and to show support. He wants everyone to be successful. And it's uh, this really does sound like I'm just trying to gas him up, but he is. Every every fan who takes a picture with him, he is he's there. He is with that fan, like with that that kid, you know, asking about what sports he plays, what position do you play? Why do you like that position? It's not, he'll never do anything for the, for the, the cameras or anything. Right. For he's anything. not chasing clout or trying to make himself look never. good. He's, it's actually him. It's him never. out there. And we're, being we're, again, we're in the trust tree right now. We're not going to let yeah. him know that I'm, I'm gassing him up like this. Right. Because... We're not going to put this live in public to anybody who has oh. access to it that can listen to it <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> he's busy. He's busy. He, he doesn't have time for podcasts right now. He is busy. You know, I've been trying to get your boy on the show here and there, and we almost linked up, but I respect it because he's got to do the thing. He's got to bring the West title home. So I get it. I mean, we'll That's give, him, we we'll give we him a pass right now, but we'll get him on eventually. <laughs> All right. So enough about your brother. We'll have time to ask you more questions because like I've said, listeners, Tristan is going to be joining us each week during the football season. So let's move on to more fun topic with over-unders for this specific week one game. But before we do that, we got to talk about our friends over at Bet Bet BetOnline is where you can find the latest trends in action when it comes to sports betting information. They have more props, more odds, and more lines than ever before. In fact, Tristan, I don't know if you saw, but Desmond Howard put out his college football playoffs squads. You can bet on that, his prediction now. So his four teams were Texas A&M, Michigan, Baylor, and Pitt. And the over-under is 0.5. So essentially, if one of those teams, you can bet either one of over and one of those teams makes it and you'll cash in or under and none of those teams make it and you'll cash in. So like, that's how wild it is. They don't even think that the odds of one of his teams making it is very high. That, that take was, it was exhausting. I, <laughs> I, when I heard that, I was like, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> I'm with you, but folks, you can check out bet online for all the latest odds bet online where the game starts. All right. So we're going to jump into some over-unders, just a little fun here. There's no real lines. I kind of made up some of these numbers, but the first one isn't made up. So the Gophers' win total is listed at seven and a half. So that means they only think we're going to get around seven wins. So what do you think about that? Do you think we'll be over that seven and a half, so eight plus, or do you think we'll be under at seven or less? I 
I gotta say, I really think we're going over. Like, I look at the schedule and it is such a favorable one as far as what we've had in the past. You know, Michigan State is the only ranked team right now. Or no, I don't know about Iowa, Wisconsin, yeah, no, whatever. I think but, oh, Wisconsin is too. Wisconsin and Michigan yeah. State are the only two right now. And, you know, Wisconsin, Iowa, you can always, that's always going to be a battle between, you know, with the Gophers and stuff. And I think Michigan State, I hope they fall off a little bit. Right. Last year seemed like kind of a one-time deal, but I don't, I don't want to, you know, rule them out again. Um, no, I'm but, with you. I mean, and up until I feel the- like it's crazy because Michigan State went 11-2 and two with the worst pass defense in the entire FBS, like they were giving up over 300 yards a game. So I feel like you just can't do that again. You know, the wins are going to come down a little bit. on that. Exactly. Exactly. And that, that's why I do think it was a one one time thing. I mean, up until last weekend, I thought Nebraska was putting pieces together. The guys they they bought in on the transfer portal. That was on paper. That was super impressive. But no, I'm with you. I, I now don't think that that will be a struggle. <laughs> Scott Frost is going to Scott Frost is what you're Every saying. Every single time. Every single time. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I'm with you. I believe that the Gophers will also be over. I actually think that line doesn't feel realistic. I mean, the last two full seasons we've had, we've had a 9-1 season and an 11-1 season. But you're saying we might not get seven? That's the odds you want? That just feels wild to me, especially when you're bringing back a ton of key players like it's not like we lost we lost a couple big hitters we lost some guys but there's a lot of production coming back so I'm with you on that one how many wins do you think the team's going to come back with this season oh I don't have the schedule right in front of me but I know when I had looked at it originally and I know you caught some fleck for what you for how many losses you gave us yeah man I gave us three losses and people were mad at me But I, you know, realistically, I don't, I don't see, I see, you know, Iowa's always a what if, Wisconsin's always a what if, but everyone Mm -hmm. else on the schedule, I know Purdue has done some things and people are talking about Purdue, people talk about that we're playing Penn State in their whiteout game, which notoriously, I'm pretty sure Penn State is not very good in their whiteout game. And, And I just, I don't know, I don't, I feel like and again, I'm biased, but I feel like we're slept on. You know, the Gophers are slept on, you know, in in what they're projected to do. So I, I have to say we don't have more than two losses is what I want to say. More okay. than I mean, even one. I can respect And that's it. just because Iowa, the history with Iowa is so tough. Oh, I would just love if we could beat Iowa this year. Yes. No. And the funny thing is that we're going to be able to reflect on it because we're going to talk each week as we go and we'll be able to see which games we're more skeptical about. So the people will know how we're feeling each week. And this week, I don't think we're feeling very skeptical, but no. let's keep talking over <laughs> under. So the Gophers are projected to win by a lot. In fact, the line is 36 and a half. So I have the over under for you. Do you think the Gophers will win by 36 points? Is it over or under? I'm going to go with... God, this is, it was a tougher question than I thought, because I think we're going to come out strong in that first quarter. I say we go up, you know, one, two touchdowns in that first quarter even, but I really think it's going to be a game, like you said, you know, that it's guys are going to get in, guys are going to get reps, you know, we're not going to show too much on film, I would think, but I want to say that we are over that, that would be 
I think we come out strong. I think we come out strong against this New Mexico defense. So okay, okay. I mean, I could. I think it's a potential. If Vegas has the line around there, so it's not unreasonable it's, by any means. It is a so, lot of points. It's a lot of points. Yes, right. And that's it's it's a scary spread to be to especially if you're a betting man. You know, right. that's a scary this is spread. not something I would want to actually bet on. <laughs> exactly. I'd stay very far away from this one, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then Mo Ibrahim, you know him. So, I mean, you might catch some flack if you don't give him some love here, but do you think he'll have over or under 115 rushing yards? I think Mo will have over a hundred rushing yards before halftime. I think, he's gonna, oh. I think he is going to light it up. But unfortunately, I don't know how much further over he'll go. Only okay. because I do see, Trey, I see Bryce getting some reps. I, I really do. I think I think we're going to come out strong in that first half, that first quarter even. And, you know, everyone's going to get some live action. Everyone's going to get some, get some time. So sure. I think he's going to go over, but. Maybe not by much. This won't be most two, 250, 300-yard game tonight right. or on Thursday. <laughs> if if Mo came out and lit it up for over 200 on his first game back from his Achilles, look, I don't want to hear anything else about Travion Henderson and about Braylon Allen <laughs> or whoever else being the best Big Ten running back. If your boy came out with 200 yards after an Achilles injury, he gets the crown. I don't want to hear anything else. I don't care who's listening to Nebraska oh. fans. Ohio State fans, you can come at me. But if he comes to two <laughs> after this first game back, yeah, I don't want to hear anything else. That's, That's right. I want I want week I want week one Heisman graphics with his face. I'm <laughs> saying I am actually saying. All right. So then your brother, will he score a touchdown? Do you think he'll have a touchdown in this game? I am gonna say what I will say, and I can predict I'm gonna say every single week we do this. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. They, he, 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 I have been saying this. I think he will. I, I mean, he puts in the work. He does, he does his job. Obviously, there's other stuff that's important to him. He's not all about, he don't care about no numbers, but I care about the numbers and I want to <laughs> see him score. <laughs> hey, I'm with it. So what you're hearing, folks, is Tristan says, Brev's going to have at least 13 touchdowns this year because he's going to have <laughs> one in every game. You heard it. That's here. right. <laughs> That's right. You can call me out if I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tanner Morgan, is he going to have 225 passing yards over or under? I'm going to go. God, this is, I I think this might be one of the more difficult weeks to even, you know, obviously we haven't seen him play yet. And it's a, it's a team that we really should just run through. Right. I want to say under for the first week. I think we're still going to be I, – I think the coaching staff will kind of not show all our cards, you know. Yeah. Get comfortable in the run game and let everyone think, you know, oh, they're just going to run. They're just going to run. It's going to be the same offense, you know. And then once those those conference play – that conference play comes in, I think we'll they'll start to show some things. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say under on this one, just this week. Though. But if he wants okay. to go over, that's fine with me too. <laughs> yeah, we're, I mean, Tanner, we're just guessing. Like, if you're listening to the show, we're not saying you can't go over. Feel free. Hey, that, by all means. It's, it's, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right, two more. The first is, will the Gophers score more than 35 points or less than 35 points? I think more than 35 points. 35 seems very, very doable. Like I said, yeah. I got I got a score in at least two, three times in that first half, at, at least, you know, and right. I really think, I think, I think we're going to see some guys get some, some touches, so. No, I tend to agree with you. I feel like I'm on the same page as you, but I know that PJ, he's never been about like running the score up. I kind of want him to, but we'll see if we can make it happen or not. We'll see if he'll do one solid because of all the drama that's been going on between Coach Kill and him, and maybe he'll just have a little smirk on his face. That's what I'm score up, but. I think there's some I think there's some tenured golden golfer fans who would really love to see him run up the score on <laughs> Coach Kill. I don't I don't know. I I, I think I, th- I don't I don't know if he would or not, but I think there were some people who would love to see it. <laughs> right, right. All right. The last over under we will do is will the gophers get two and a half interceptions over or under? So over means they're gonna get three or more. Under means two or less. With Newman and Howard, I just I how many how many picks did their quarterback throw last week? So in the last week, they had two quarterbacks play a majority of the minutes. The first dude threw three interceptions and had a fumble, and the second dude had one interception. Sorry, I'm glad I hit the over. I'm smashing the over button on that. Ooh, you know, we got guys that, back that have been these. We don't have a lot of. I mean, our the D backs are deep. They've been yes. here for a couple of years now. These yeah. guys know what they're doing. Yeah. They know the system, and the system works. So, I, I I'm I'm hitting over on that. All right, I'm gonna argue with you on this one. I think we'll get under, but I do think it'll ride the line. I think we're gonna get two. I think that's what we're gonna come out with. And then maybe we start getting younger guys involved in the game. So then maybe that turnover upside goes down a little bit. But who knows? I mean, this gopher defense is better than Nevada Reno by a long shot. So we definitely could get over that two and a half mark. That is that is that's what I'm hoping. Again, if you guys are listening, like you can go over these. Always hit the over if you can. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we will not. We will not be mad if you guys decide to show out in the game. I mean, um, all right. So that's gonna do it for our over unders. We're gonna move on to some final predictions coming up next. All right, Gopher fans, thank you so much for making Locked on Golden Gophers your first listen when it comes to Gopher sports each and every day of the week. We are a daily podcast. We're joined today by a friend of the show, Tristan Spanford. In fact, he's more than a friend of the show because he's going to be a co-host weekly with us one day of the week. So get used to seeing him, get used to hearing him. And we're going to close off the show with some final predictions. So Tristan what is your guess on what the final score of this game will be? Oh, I, I'm not good. First of all, the math is tough. <laughs> so what is, let's see, 52 is the real score, right? We can score 52. 52 and a half is the line right now for the. Or no, but 52 ground. is a real football score, like 52. Right? Yeah, yeah I, I believe least, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying 52 to 7. So, which might go against what I guess predicted on the the spread earlier today, but but that's what I'm at. That's where I'm at right now. I really think 
the offense is going to click. And even when we do start to work in these other start, these other guys, the the backups and whatnot, I think they're going to, they're going to thrive as well, because I don't, I think we're deeper than we feel like. So. Okay. I am okay. going to go with well, 45 to 14, 45 to 14 is my guess on the score. Hopefully they score less than 14. That would be like a big ups to our defense, but we'll see what happens overall. I mean, both of us have them winning pretty handily. And if they don't win handily, we might have some different conversations next week when we're talking on the show, but we're, they're going to be a lot more. Done. We'll be a lot more cautious next week. If, if that's the case, we're going <laughs> to, I mean, possibly not. Cause I'm pretty sure they play an FCS school. So it's like hard to be cautious there too. It's but. so tough. It's so tough. You just, I think it's just Minnesota sports fans in general. We always yeah. have that in the back of our head. <laughs> no, for sure. And I feel, yes, that is too true. I'm sure we're going to talk <laughs> yeah. about it a lot over these next couple weeks. All right. So which gopher do you think will have the best game on offense? This week, I think, I think even though I don't think the yards are going to be there. Like I said earlier with Tanner Morgan, I think Tanner is going to, I think he's going to look good. He's going to have that confidence, that swagger about him. You know, he's been locked in the off season. I think he got married this off season and stuff. He and did. I, he did. I think he's, I think he's in a headspace where he's going to, you know, he's going to look really good. So I'm going to go with Tanner. I'm, I'm, I'm going Tanner. All right. I'm going to take, I'm going to take, Mo, I'm going to say it. Mo is going to have the best game. He's going to have something to prove. And you got to be close thinking he's having over 100 yards a half. So we're going to put Mo out there and we'll see what happens with it. Now, all I can think about is that. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. (laughs) My fault. I was going to say, all I could think about is last year against Ohio State. That, that, That last, that first game against Ohio State. Mo came out. I know he's coming off injury, but that's a lot of time between that and there. Like, he's got to be feeling good. You know, like, I I just think about how he was on pace for how many yards that game, and he looked phenomenal. And that's – I think – I don't think he's going to have a problem getting right back, you know. that's No, I agree with you. That's why. In the the practices I've seen from him, I was – there's a couple where I was literally standing right where my camera is. That's how far I was from Mo. And he's looking fluid. He's looking clean. He's looking confident. So it'll be good to see live reps with him. And I think I agree with you that he's going to look nice and put a lot of people's minds at ease heading into this season. Now, which gopher do you think will have the best game on defense? Defense. I'm really excited for uh, Tyler Newman. I'm, I'm very excited to see what he puts together this year and what the work he's done in the off season. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited to see what he can do. Um, I like our defensive scheme. I think it's, it's worked out very well so far with Rossi, what Rossi's doing and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go with him. I think he's going to have a night, you know? All right. So you sniped my pick for player on the defense. So I'm going to, that means it was right. Change it up. Hey, probably right. <laughs> Great minds, great minds. Yep, that. Exactly, exactly. We're on the same page. We got this. But I'm going to pick Thomas Rush then. I think Thomas Rush is going to have a big game. He might not get a sack, but I think he probably will. But I think the pressure he puts on the quarterback is going to really rattle this freshman quarterback that is probably going to start for New Mexico State. 
he didn't have much of a any pressure against uh reno but i think the gophers are going to change that this week and i think thomas rush is going to lead that charge so he'll be my pick now this is a super random question but what color uniforms do you think that the gophers come out in in this game the uniform we can't wear again because it was those the openers against ohio state last year those black ones with the maroon helmet those uh-huh. were cold. Can't wear them again because Mo got hurt. Don't want to do it again. But okay. Even the okay. ones they're wearing that they just released, or I suppose they're not wearing them, but the those new black ones, mm-hmm. I like the black. I think a lot of the, the old heads don't really like the black. Yep. But, mm-hmm. you know, because, I mean, I guess it kind of strays away from the, the team colors and stuff, but I, I, I think it looks sleek. Here's what the old heads need to know, though, is that, like, you might not like it, but you're sitting at home on the couch watching. We're trying to get players to come and play and having those different uniform combos gets players hyped up. Like look at Oregon. Everybody's like, Oh, Oregon's uniforms. They're so wild. They're fire. Like, Oh my God. Every year they have new hotness. The Gophers are starting to do that. And players are talking about it. Players are excited about it. So agreed. Agreed. Look good. Feel good. Play good. Right. You exactly. Know? Exactly. <laughs> All right. I think they're going to come out in. I think they're going to come out in classic whites, white tops and burgundy bottoms. I think they're going to go traditional with that one. And that's my best guess for what they'll wear this weekend. Now, the final question that we will wrap this show up on is the most important question that everybody wants to know. Does Coach Kill shake hands with PJ Fleck at some point, whether it be at the beginning of the game or the end of the game? I just don't okay what you you should actually break this down for me what was when when coach kill left what was the big drama like he just so, he felt like he was being yeah. replaced or so coach kill left due to medical uh health reasons health concerns and that isn't his problem with the university it seems to be that he had a hand in helping tracy clays get the job after him and then the Gophers okay. fired Coach Clays and brought in P.J. Fleck. And that really pissed off Coach Kill. And he also has been on record saying that he thinks that P.J. Fleck doesn't care about his players and all this other wow. stuff. So I don't know exactly why it's so deep, why it runs <laughs> so strong, but apparently it does. <laughs> well, I I think by the time the game is done, I think they're going to I think the handshake will happen. And I don't think it'll be, it doesn't seem like a headline for me, right, you know, and I don't right, think any right. of the players will be like, what's going to happen? You know, right. I, don't, I don't know. I'd, I'd love for there to be some drama. That's always fun. But <laughs> I think they'll shake hands like grown men at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'm with you. And I think overall, there's been interviews that Coach Kill says, I don't want to make this game about me, which you've kind of already been doing for the past <laughs> multiple weeks, but <laughs> You know, I think if you actually mean those words, then you're going to shake his hand and move on with the game, even if it's before or after. So I think I'm with you there. And that's going to wrap it for us today. Show number one in the books. How's it feel? It's, I'm going to be honest. I was very nervous. Very, very nervous. <laughs> I told my wife before this. I was like, I don't know if I can do it. Let's just tell them the kids won't go to bed. I'm pushing it back till tomorrow. <laughs> but this is good. This is fun. I'm, I'm super excited. It's going to be a good time. 
Good. Well, we're excited to have you. I look forward to doing it each week with you. Thank you for joining us. That is going to do it for us on the Locked On Golden Gopher Show. We will see you next week with Tristan. Uh, We'll probably try to do this on Thursdays regularly. At least you'll see it on Thursdays. We might have times where our schedules make us record a little early. We'll see what happens. But Thursdays will hopefully be the day for the show. Be sure to tune in tomorrow where we'll talk about what happened in the game. You're going to be hearing this on game day. So we'll talk about what happened and hopefully it's a dub. But I'll see you tomorrow. Tristan, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe. Thanks, guys.